It's one thing to read the scripture. It's another thing to be the scripture. It's one thing to read books and motivational quotes. It's another thing to be the books and the motivational quotes. And so one of the things that I'm teaching my inner circle members at this moment is how to become a book, right? Like become the information that you read. I'm not necessarily impressed. And there's this um, Chinese master where they tell the story of how the, the Chinese master said, I'm not afraid of the 10,000 punches that you practice one time. I'm more afraid of the one punch that you practice 10,000 times. So I want y'all to think about that as you think about and consider how you've been chasing change, how you've been wanting to change, how you've um, been in pursuit of change, but you can't figure out why you haven't changed is because you haven't done the one thing long enough to be able to see the result. Welcome to Why She's Winning with your host, Christy Rutherford, a master of office politics and self-care advocacy. Christy's clients have received over $10 million in salary raises in a pandemic. Surprised that women are still getting paid during these challenging times? It's possible for you too. You can have it all if you believe you deserve it. Christy and her guests will assist you with that. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to Why She's Winning. I am your host, the amazing, phenomenal, the finest, because I have seen myself in the mirror this morning, Christy Rutherford, <laughs> coming here today to interview Carly Clower. Let me tell you about Carly right quick. Carly is a sales, marketing, and leadership expert. Let's be clear. Carly has progressed through her career through marketing, sales, and customer success roles with extensive experience achieving goals through innovative product, brand marketing campaigns, and external partnerships. She thrives in collecting data and market analysis, translating the findings into actionable insights, testing the efficiency, and collaborating with her team to execute the plan. She was formerly the Director of Marketing and Customer Success at X2AI. Is that A, explanation point, or I, because my glasses are fuzzy. Okay, great. Uh, yes. She was also served as the Senior Market Growth Manager at Quartet Health. She was an Executive Marketing Sales Consulting and Coach uh, in her own business. She has an undergraduate degree in biology with a minor in chemistry. Carly... Uh, has awards that included the Rookie of the Year, and she consistently ranked nationally in the top 1% of her organization. She also runs her own consulting and coaching business and has helped clients get promotions, salary increases, like we do. Ow! She lives in Washington State with her husband of 22 years and college sweetheart and their two sons. Welcome, Carly. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. I'm ready. Mm -mm -mm. All right, look. So I've been waiting to interview you <laughs> since since you started the program, right? Like I always get excited when I talk to, you know, when I talk to women who want to be different because I always say, I can't wait to see you on the other side of you when you go through this program. So I am excited and ecstatic. It only took a long time to get you here, but it's all right. You kept showing up. So we're yes. going to talk about that journey, right? And the yep. passion and pursuit of success. And when I was thinking about what to name this, and uh, what to call it, I wanted to talk about a toxic workplace. And I'm like, nah, I ain't going to put Carly on front screen, you know, in print. I, now, I'm going to do it in the interview for sure. 
Yes. Uh, but I want to do it in print like that. But there is something that we're going to talk about with regards to being in a toxic workplace and how we create these conditions for ourselves. But I really wanted to talk about your passionate pursuit of change because you've been on this journey of wanting and searching and, and, and you know, doing a lot of things. And then you finally found the greatest organization of all time, Vision Finder International. But before we, that's what, so what else we want to talk about today? All right. I just gave mm -hmm. the executive summary, summary. So let's back up. So, um, all right. Hey, y'all. So while we're waiting for Carly to log back in, I want to just give y'all a little bit of background about you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about. And so Carly has been chasing success and chasing change for eight years. And um, she's done a lot of things. She's checked a lot of boxes. She's gone through a lot of programs, but she never became the information. And so what I want to talk to y'all and, and what we want to glean from her today is not just checking the boxes become the information that you read is one thing to read the scripture it's another thing to be the scripture is one thing to read books and motivational quotes it's another thing to be the books and the motivational quotes and so one of the things that i'm teaching my inner circle members at this moment is how to become a book right like become the information that you read i'm not necessarily impressed and there's this um, Chinese master where they tell the story of how the, the Chinese master said, I'm not afraid of the 10,000 punches that you practice one time. I'm more afraid of the one punch that you practice 10,000 times. So I want y'all to think about that as you think about and consider how you've been chasing change, how you've been wanting to change, how you've um, been in pursuit of change, but you can't figure out why you haven't changed is because you haven't done the one thing long enough to be able to see the result. And if you're doing 20 different things all the time and you're not doing the one thing long enough and consistently enough to be able to drill a hole into, you know, the rock, which is uh, your limited thinking and your understanding and the media and the things that people have told you that you couldn't do. So you want to be able to consistently do one thing until you see the result and then you can spread out. And the last thing I'll say before I try to call Carly to figure out what just happened is um, if y'all think about Superman, when Superman, Clark Kent Superman is what I'm talking about. When Superman shot the laser beams out of his eyes to be able to blow stuff up. Even if two laser beams came out, it went to one and then boom, and then it exploded. So as you're looking to grow and change, will you choose one thing to master? Will you understand that one, you need to master yourself, but just do one thing. Don't read 10 books, read one book 10 times. So uh, Eagle Crew is on the line. So just want to give them a shout out. Leandra's here. Yeah. Uh, I think this right here, um, well, I can't remember her name right now. I, um, I remember it in a few, in a few seconds and she's going to be mad that I can't remember her name. Uh, Jennifer's here. Everybody's here. So Esther's here. Samson's here. How are we all? So, um, all right. So let's get this party popping. So what, what was going on with you, Amanda? is the one who got some privacy settings on her and she never shows up as her name. Uh, anyway, so what was going on with you when you decided to reach out um, 
and uh, and and give us give us a shout. What was going on with you? What was going on in your life when you decided mm. I want to change and do something different? I I was in a really negative, uh, and I'm gonna say toxic, even though that word is overused. But it really was yeah a toxic situation. I said, oh my god, I am at my. I feel like I'm at my lowest low. I want a new job. I need a new job. I want to be back to my confident self. And I just feel so insecure and just, oh my gosh, I had no confidence whatsoever. And I was scrolling LinkedIn and I, I think someone tagged you and was thanking you for your amazingness. And I was like, I am going to find someone I'm booking a call with her. And uh, yeah, I remember showing up and I was already crying. I was already crying and I, you know, I've told you, I spent my, so much money and so many years working with coaches, which I completely believe in coaching and what coaching can do for people. Um, I was just at a really low, low, like the lowest confidence I've ever had and was reaching out to you so you could help me find a new job. Lo and behold, it was a little bit different. And thank God for that. So typically I say something that's offensive to most women and it's just an awakening. Uh, Kathy said, you say, oh, I can't remember what she said. It was so good. She says you hit people in the head and you'd be like, oh, that was kind of true. Right. So mm -hmm. what was it? Did I say something? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily offensive, but did I share with you what your current reality was? Did I say something offensive? Or was I nice on the phone? whenever I talk to you, you know, I'd be forgetting, but go ahead. Oh, no. Yes. Um, you were not offensive, but here, yeah. Like we got to, I just was rambling on and we got to like 15 minutes in and you said, what's your deal? What, what's your deal? And I said, I have a belief that I'm stupid and that I'm not smart. And you said, there it is. There it is that, that we're going to work on that. And then I just let the waterworks go. So, I don't really remember a lot about that conversation. I just remember you were like, what's your deal? Like, what's your, what's, what's going on with you? What's your story? So that's what I remember. Okay. So once, once we got started, cause you just recognize you're all over the place. I do remember that. And I yep. was like, what's wrong with you? Let's just, let's, let's. yes, that's what you said too. What is wrong with you? That's what you said. Look at my face. What's wrong with you? Because yeah. here's the thing. A lot of women hide their brokenness. And I was thinking this morning, I was going to put up a quote, like we have so many women who are so invested in fixing up their outer appearance to hide their brokenness, but your brokenness is on full display. And I'm watching these women go over to Greece and they have these long flowing dresses and everybody want to take these is it Santorini. Uh, they want to take these dress, the, this, this flowing dress thing in Greece, but you still crazy. So I, what I appreciate about you is that you knew you were searching for something. You just had not found the right thing. So what was most surprising to you when you started to do uh, a, a different type of work with us? The first thing was that there, I knew that there was more I needed to uncover about myself. But again, I was focused on, I just want to get a new job. Like that's what I was focused on. Uh, you know, my job is terrible. The people are terrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. And first I realized that there was a lot more that I really needed to work on. And the coaches that I had worked with previously 
I believe all got me to this point with you. And then you helped me dig way deeper. <laughs> I don't know if, if you want me to, you know, go a little bit ahead, but I real like one of my biggest realizations with that was, and I remember telling you, I attracted my toxic environment. And you were like, you think? Like you already knew, but thank God for you because you let me figure it out on my own. I mean, it was like a, like a lightning. Oh my God. And it just hit me. I attracted what I think, what I secretly believe that I am. I am not smart. I don't know what I'm doing. I asked too many questions. I'm not meant for this role. That's exactly how I felt about myself, but it was showing up in the people that I was working with. Huge light bulb. Oh, that's good. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. That should tell you that that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my free case study at changenowwithchristy.com. Just get the information, use it, and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithchristy.com. I can't wait for you to get this insight. Use it and get the money that you deserve. Take care. Let's back it up a little bit because mm -hmm. you you majored in biology and chemistry. Mm -hmm. I, just, I don't understand. Like, I, how can you not believe that you're not smart? And here's the thing. Everybody is going through something, Carly. Like a lot of times people, you know, sisters be like, we don't want people going through something. White women be like this. Oh, no, they just as crazy as we are. Let's be clear. White women are just as crazy and need to mm -hmm. work on their stuff. And so... Is like, you know, we have different nationalities that's in our program. Everybody's going through something. We have to stop believing the hype that we're the only people that are going through something. And you look at other people and you'd be like, oh, she's not going through anything. She's a white woman. She's blonde. She's perfect. You'd be like this. Ah, no, nah, she got some stuff going on, too. So what was it, um, you know, if you want to share, you can say, no, nah, mm -hmm. I want to do that. We'll move on. Like, where did that thought of you're not smart where was that rooted in? Like, where did that come from? I'm not smart and I'm not good enough. From the fourth grade. I remember I was talking to Kathy about it and I said, I know where it came from. It was in the fourth grade when I started, like my ADHD started showing up or my ADD started showing up and I started forgetting a lot. Like I forgot to write down my homework. I forgot, um, yeah, I had major anxiety. I had to take tests on my own, you know, in a special room and like all, I don't know, all this shit started coming up and kids started to laugh at me and not, nobody said you're stupid or you're dumb. I came up with that all on my own. Like I take full credit. I don't know. And it was just because I kept forgetting things. I kept forgetting my homework and my grades tanked. Like I was getting D's and that's, you know, I'm a solid B. No, I was like, I was a way better student than that. So that's just when things started showing up. And that's just when, when I started identifying with myself as stupid. And yeah. So in essence, and, and this is the thing that I tell women all the time. And I said this one time and, and, and this lady and D and I gave me the straight business, but I was like, so microaggressions are just somebody triggering your unhealed trauma. 
right? And she was, oh, this DEI lady like laid out the whole sermon on me. She came at me. But this is the thing. You you created the toxic work environment based on your belief. Like if you think mm -hmm. you're stupid, they think you're stupid. Yep. Turn your Bibles, everybody, to ninth, Numbers ninth, uh, 13, 33, where it says, we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were to them, right? Mm -hmm. So when, when, when you think about how people quote the scripture, they always talk about how when they were trying to go into the promised land and, the, and they sent the scouts out and the scouts came back and they were like, there are giants in the land. That's all they say. No, that's not how it, that's not what it says. It says we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were to them. It wasn't, they saw us as grasshoppers. It was that we saw ourselves as grasshoppers and they were the giants. So you saw yourself as being dumb Mm -hmm. and from your thoughts right which you're not but whatever like and then so they saw you as being dumb and they treated you like you saw yourself yep one thousand percent but it took 12 weeks <laughs> eight years and 12 weeks eight years and 12 weeks for you to figure out that you were the problem so what so what was that revelation like no one and I'm not blaming anyone else because this is my journey. This is exactly how it was meant to unfold and still unfold. I like, I have never had someone call me out and be like, the problem is you, even though you didn't say it and Kathy didn't say it, it was said all around me. And I thought, Oh, that sucks for them. Like it's all about them. And I thought, Oh, snack. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we can cuss on here, but I'm a cusser. So, Oh shit that is me. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, like the clouds parted and I had my, a huge aha moment. And yeah, I don't, it took a long time. And again, I'm not blaming any other coach for not calling me out and saying it's you, but I just needed some deeper, you know, insight and some just my own soul searching just a lot deeper. And that's exactly why I attracted you. And figured that out. And now I've got so much goodness going on. So you, so it's, it's interesting because you were in, you were Raquel first for eight weeks, right? So we have an eight week program and then, and then we go two months. Carla had gone blasted through the eight weeks. She got in the Eagle crew and all the Eagle crew was getting set free. And Carly's sitting there looking like, well, what about me? Then she comes over to the monthly and I was like, and then you came to the event and I said, you know what, if you're willing, because this is the thing that you were, you were searching for so long and you had just become accustomed to and unconsciously just running through the information. You weren't becoming the information, you know, you weren't absorbing the information. You can teach other people, which is great, but you're teaching what you had not become. So you are an astute student. So it's like the A yeah. students will memorize, but you won't absorb the information. Mm -hmm. And so I said, Carly, are, if you're willing, start over. And you were like, what? But, <laughs> you, said, but you said, okay, yep. because our goal is not necessarily to just get your money and run you through a factory. You know, we come here for change. So, you know, we put you with somebody different and Raquel was awesome. You just was doing what you do. Mm -hmm. And then it came one of those. It, yep. it is what it is. 
and now will you do it again so once you started to do it do it again that's when you got that revelation is when you started to actually apply the information so for the women who you know um what insight do you have with regards to shifting from doing to being yeah that's uh i was thinking about that earlier this is it's one of those things where it's really hard to describe like if somebody asks you how do you know you're in love or how do you know that you, that you love someone that's really hard to describe so i know that you know a lot of other gals have had you know these huge breakthrough moments and they know exactly and mine was kind of gradual so when i truly like after i came back from atlanta and i was looking over my notes and i thought my, the biggest takeaway was i have to let go and i realized i was this i was a box checker and in order for like i joined and i was like just tell me what to do it was the what 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 do i do yes what do i do okay did that okay where where's my shit like wh where's my uh you know million trillion dollars and this fantastic you know opportunity but once i truly started to let go and let god do his work that was that was key and it was a little bit gradual i would say it took i don't know maybe a week or so of just truly letting go i have a reminder that goes off every morning it says are you letting go and letting god do his work so i have that reminder every morning to make sure i'm being instead of doing 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 or just checking checking and and yeah doing homework and watching videos i've got to be i've got to be okay Okay, Deaconess. Okay, Deaconess on the line. <laughs> Dana, Dana showed up for her Eagle crew. So, um, so let's talk about let go and let God because, it, it, again, it is a term that is overused, and but it's not a term that is understood and absorbed and become. So what does that mean? Like when I tell women to surrender, they be like, what are you talking about? You're like, mm -hmm. you're already great. You're already amazing. You just don't know it yet because your thoughts and the conversation that you're having with yourself and the and and the environment that you've created around yourself to be able to continue the conversation and the limited beliefs that you have of yourself mm -hmm. and 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 the things that you watch to be able to fortify the negative conversation that you have of yourself. All of that thing, all of that stuff is stopping you from simply revealing who's there waiting all along like you're gonna be in me and like this so she will she will come dig me out or what like are you going to allow and 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 melt the ice and break the 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 patterns and the thoughts to reveal who's sitting in there waiting for you to come mm -hmm. so what are what are two things that women can do when you talk about let go and let God? Like, what does that really mean? And and what did you do, or did you do anything, or did mm -hmm. you stop doing stuff to be able to let go and let God? Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I want to tell you about my resume course: how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume to land you a high-paying job. If you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level, if you think that they are barriers to your success, that's not it. If you haven't learned how to adequately take credit for the work that you've done, if you don't know how to articulate it and even give it to a resume writer that you've 
paid $3,000 for $5,000 to, if you haven't given them the right information, then how can they output something that is of quality and value? So go ahead, get this course. It's less than $50. Get the information, use it, and write an irresistible resume that will get you the salary that you deserve today. So click on the link on around this video or go to the superpowermethod.com. Get it, use it, get paid what you deserve today. Well, first I took ownership of the fact that I attracted exactly the people to reflect how I was feeling about myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So once I took ownership of that and realized it was me, I'm the problem. Um, <laughs> that all of a sudden kind of like I sat taller and I just, I just, I feel like I allowed myself to, um, become or not become, but just get back to my confidence that I, that I know I've had before. Um, because I stopped blaming other people, totally stopped blaming other people. Um, that and daily meditating. I actually, Raquel gave me, um, homework to meditate twice a day. Uh, so I did that for several weeks and, um, now I meditate every morning. So I did that and forgiveness, like really understanding that forgiving is not saying what happened was okay and telling them, oh, I love you. And oh my gosh, everything's cool. No, it's accepting, just like Oprah said, accepting that I'm going to butcher it. What happened? Oh, now, now, okay. Accepting that what happened happened and you can't change anything. You cannot change what has already happened. And then I realized, oh shit, I do have some more people I need to forgive which yeah. means letting go. So that was my first practice of letting shit go. So you, the, the thing about, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect on, on the Oprah quote, only because I read it a thousand times. What she said was, yes, true forgiveness me. is knowing that the past couldn't have been any different. Yeah. Right. That. But, mm -hmm. but you still understand it and it came out in your own thinking and your understanding. It doesn't have to be the direct quote. That's my super nerdiness. But yours <laughs> yeah. is going to be, as long as you understand it and then you became it. So to realize, and this is the thing that um, we're, we're going to come to what Dana said. It's so good. Okay. Uh, to realize that you're the problem and you stop blaming other people. Like I tell people all the time, if you get on my phone and say, nope, I don't want to be different. I just want my boss to see me differently. You're the problem. Like I got women when I say, you know, you can actually double your salary and make more money. They get angry because they've been told that they can, and they're just here to get an extra $10,000. I can't help you. That's not what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I tell women that they're the problem, they cre they're creating their toxic work environment. I could feel the phone like melt on my hand and like <laughs> women get pissed off. So, but the thing about it, Carly, is once you understand that, you're the problem. You take your control back because we think that we're a victim of circumstances. Mm -hmm. And when you shift and say, no, it's me. Then you create your circumstances. Like I am now the conscious creator of my circumstances. What was that? What was that like for you? What was that journey like for you? Like of just realizing that that's what I was creating. What do you mean? Like, 
So just realizing you, that I was the it, when you yeah. shifted from blaming other people and you took responsibility and you let go and let God, mm -hmm. then what happened? Like, how did your life change after that? How did you start showing mm -hmm. up after that? Because now, mm -hmm. now through meditation and now through working mm -hmm. out, which we had to drag you to do that, but now through mm -hmm. you yep. know making yourself feel good and desiring to want to be happy, a whole mm -hmm. new set of uh, a whole new reality started to happen for you because now you're consciously doing things to feel good. Yes. And it was steps because, you know, it wasn't this all of a sudden, you know, one thing made, made everything clear. It was a stepping stone. So that was, you know, once, once I let go, once I realized that it was me, um, then the next step was me, like, you know, when you hear, or the saying is you have to hear something seven times in order for it to really solidify. I must've heard you say probably 17 times that you have to do what brings you joy. Like what brings you joy? What makes you happy? And I kept fighting that and fighting that. And then as soon as, and I can't remember what week it was. I, I, oh, it was after Atlanta. It was second time around going through the program. And again, it was just repetitive. And I thought, oh my God, I have to do what makes me happy. No shit, Sherlock. So once I finally accepted that, no, I am not going to do things that do not bring me joy. And I'm only going to do things in the present moment that bring me happiness. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, but that, that was like, it was a stepping stone. And that yeah. was, I would say the last, yeah, the last real step too, before I was really, yeah, able to attract goodness. So, so really it was, oh, I should just be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds so easy, but when you're digging real deep and... <laughs> You've got to get the cobwebs out of the way first. And then all of a sudden you can see these blind spots that you couldn't see before. Like, oh my God, all I have to do is do what it makes me happy. Shit. Where was that like 10 weeks ago? But no, it's a journey. It's ex I exact everything was supposed to unfold exactly how it did. Oh, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. So Kathy say, do not th <laughs> do things that bring you pain. I was trying to click that off mute myself. So here's the thing. We we become accustomed to being in misery to make other people happy around us. And we surrender our happiness to make other people happy with us. And we're miserable to make them happy. And then you shift to a point of, you know what? I'm going to be happy. I don't really give an SHIT. Who cares about me being happy? I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. My happiness is my sole priority and my sole responsibility. But there is a light bulb moment of you actually understanding that you could be happy, which is hysterical to me because we get so, but this is the thing, Carly, nobody ever asks grown women, you know, I no. think men too. Are you happy? You'd be like, well, yeah, no, you're not. Right. And then you'd be like, well, you know, you can actually be this unicorn riding happiness and you started to see it in all the women around you. So mm -hmm. like you, you got the Eagle crew that's happy and you still sitting there like, I, I kind of want this, but is it mm -hmm. possible for me? And that was the block is like, if I've been 
having this negative conversation for so long, if I've been unhappy mm -hmm. for so long, if I've been freaked out for so long, mm -hmm. can I be happy? So once you started to, to, to accept the fact that you can be happy, how did that show up differently in your household uh, with, your, with your husband and your kids? Ooh, I was just going to talk about that too. I was just going to mention something about how it showed up at home. Um, I would say another uh, realization I had, because my, I have two boys, we have two boys, they're 15 and 19. And, you know, once they started needing me less, I was like, who am I? If they don't need me and if I'm not mom, who am I? So that was another kind of background uncovering that was also going on where at the same time I was thinking, oh my gosh, I need to be happy. Okay. What makes me happy? And then catering to them and being needed and being wanted that was part of my definition and I had to let that go too. So in order for me to be happy, I, again, had to be present with this. I cannot go back in time. Yes, I want them to be babies again, but no, this is who they are now. Be present and stop enabling them so that they need you. Stop creating this codependent relationship. So doing things for my kids just so they need me stopped. It was hard. I do have to say it's hard. It's, it's like doing their laundry, you know, cooking their food, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like my husband was like, really, you're not going to cater to them anymore because he's wanted me to for years. He's like, let them do that. Let them unload the dishwasher. Let them have chores, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my kids were surprised. Like when I all of a sudden would say, no, listen, you're going to come in here. You're going to make your lunch. You're going to, you know, make your own breakfast. You're going to set your alarm. It's not going to be mom alarm anymore. I, they just like, what, you know, and they, they didn't put up a fight or anything, but they were like, where, who are you? So that was something everybody noticed. And I felt like a badass because I was like, I, I love you. I love where you're at right now and your stage that you're in. I'm going to be present and I need to let you be an adult. I need to let you grow into your own. Yeah. And start doing things for yourself. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast so far. But what I know that you'll love even more is joining us in our private community. Join us in this private community. Let Money Loves Happy People and get live and on-demand insight so you can use this information to live the life that you truly and deserve. Get a raise and a promotion, no problem. Step into your purpose, no problem. Get the relationship that you deserve, no problem. Look, it's never too late to live the life that you deserve. It's never too late to live a life of total fulfillment. You just need information and inspiration to get on the path of living your greater life. So go ahead again, click on the link on around this video, join us in our private community, and change your life for the best. Take care. See you soon. Oh, that's good. So, so, so you were basically enabling your sons to not be able to take care of themselves when they're adults. 
because yep. they'll be in your house forever. So you want to raise great kids to go and be sustainable on their own, but you're not really doing that if you're doing their laundry, if you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I think a challenge that a lot of, you know, these millennials, people be talking about millennials, you'd be like, y'all raise them. Yeah. <laughs> millennials are lazy. Gen Z's don't want to do anything. Y'all raise them. This is, this is y'all. Gen X, right? Gen X who who are the caregivers for parents and the kids that won't move out the house. And, and so we're breaking because of these habits that we're creating. So when you realize that um, you were the problem at work with your toxic job because you created it, mm-hmm. then you're creating your misery at home because you're, you're doing everything for everybody. And now that all of that is ceased, mm-hmm. now what? Now, now how do you feel? Now, like, oh. so, like, like now what? What happened? What happened? <laughs> oh, well, first, um, I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's been a journey. Um, I actually just accepted a position yesterday um, at a global e-commerce company and um, making a lot more money. We can talk about that offline. Um, And I actually started going, this is a little bit off tangent, but I started to see a naturopath because um, I have, I've had stomach issues for years and years and years. And so found out I needed to wean these things out of my diet. And I've been on diets, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of women can relate so many different diets, blah, blah, blah. This is the first time in my life that I am inspired to make different food choices every day. And I'm not forcing myself. So it's not this fight like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person because I'm craving and I really want this child. And oh my gosh, I cheated today and blah, blah, blah. I want to eat better every single day. And I've never been in this, like, um, what do they call it? Like positive reinforcement. I've never been inspired and encouraged, like coming from that energy to make changes. I've always come from this negative. Oh my God, I have to eat better. Oh my God, I have to. No, that does not work. I've lost 14 pounds. And I, I mean, I, there's so many other benefits like, oh, my brain fog is like, minuscule. I mean, I've had brain fog forever. Um, my mood is better. Uh, I mean, I, shit, I've lost 14 pounds. Like that's big. That's big for me. And it's because I want to do it. Yeah. It's just, oh my gosh, there's so many different, there's so many different things going on. I'm attracting so many good things, like little opportunities here and there. And like, you know, house flipping and things that I get to do with my husband that I didn't even look at before because I was so concerned about being a good mom and feeling mom guilt because, you know, I didn't make the best of, you know, when I raised my kids when they were younger and blah, you know, constantly living in the past. And now it's just, I have this new slate. I don't know. I know I'm rambling, but I just, there's so many, ah, there's so many good things happening. Like, when I started showing up on the calls and everybody was like, 
what happened to you? I'm like, oh my God, everybody notices. How awesome. Everybody noticed. And then I thought, oh yeah, I'm happy. And I am not even trying to be happy. Like I remember sending you a message going, I am so damn happy. And I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, fuck, it's amazing. I love it. Love my life. <laughs> this is so good. It's so good. Um, because I almost want to cry, right? Like I'm just, <clears throat> and I don't get emotional for people ever. This is like when Joaquina started crying when she started th- talking about Kathy. Be like, that's how long. <laughs> and this, do you notice the sun is shining now? Mm. Yeah. So it came out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so good. Because you're rambling in joy. Yes. Like, you'd be like, but this is the thing. Think about, uh, let's say, I don't even know when you started. It's been so long. But it's like in last November. January you, 31st. Okay. Early January, you were rambling in misery. And you had a clear cut story of who's the problem. He's the problem. She's mm-hmm. the problem. They're the problem. My teacher was the problem. This person was the problem. My kids are the problem. My husband is the problem. And so you had like, there was a script of who was the problem. And you could see it clearly like a book that you read every day. And now that you have joy, it's like this feeling. And I tell people, joy is a feeling. God's grace is a feeling that you can't explain. So you're just rambling and marveling in grace because you can't even explain it. It's like, how do I put human words to the way that I feel it is the peace Mm -hmm. that surpasses understanding. So that's pretty much what you're rambling in. You're like, I don't know. I can't, it's like, I can't pinpoint it. It's just so good. Can y'all feel it though? Can y'all feel it? And I think that everybody can feel your joy. And when you actually showed up happy, people can see it because you were in bondage in Mm -hmm. your own thinking. And then when you just let go and stop being everything to everybody, you became everything to yourself. That, that just gave so much room. Like, all the people and the situations that I was blaming, as soon as I let each of those aspects go, there's so much room. Yeah. Yeah. So much room to be me. All right. So, uh, you know, I'm going to look at my Voxer to see whether or not I got this message on this job. I know. But maybe you were saving it to surprise us on the line. You'd be like, I let that go because uh, we're going to need them numbers. But uh, so how how did you... How did you show up differently? Because <laughs> oh can gosh, I, what can I say it? What you you talking about? I found my dream job, and then I cussed you out. Yeah, yes. Go ahead, Carly. Talk about this is in the beginning, y'all. Carly, talk about. Oh my God, I found my dream job. It pays me one. <laughs> it pays me a third of the pay that I'm making right now. I said that don't sound like no DAM job, dream job. That sounds like a nightmare. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought. When you said that sounds like a nightmare, I was like, (laughs) okay. Uh, And then I I kept hearing that. I heard you and that, that sounds like a nightmare. Like whenever I talked to them, I talked to them two more times and I was like, okay, yeah, I I trust what she says because I I got some cloudiness going on. So I don't see things the way that they should be seen. So, okay. Yeah. I got to let this go. Um, Because you you were desperate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what just happened to this company that I was saying this is my dream job? They just let go 25% of their people. But but here's the thing. Yeah, I know. Desperate, sad. People, desperate people do dumb stuff. 
Like, yeah. you're, you're like, I'm in this toxic job and I hate my job and they're harassing me and I want to quit and go and mm -hmm. go make 30% a 30, like it's a 60% decrease. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? In my pay. And this is my dream. Yeah. That's people are incapable of rational thought. Yep. And I always tell people, don't you quit your job because your your job ain't the problem. You're the problem. And it takes time mm -hmm. to be able to realize that. So 70% of our clients don't leave their jobs because once you realize I created this toxicity in this mm -hmm. job, with my thinking in the way that I see myself, oh, I don't, they're not that bad here. Yep. And then you use that knowledge and that new awareness and that new shine to now go seek other opportunities if you choose. So how did you show up differently in this interview than you would have, uh, or I would say, than you did in that job that was your dream job? What was the difference? Well, I knew first that how I presented myself was how, like, they were going to take, like, see me for how I see myself, I guess is what I'm saying. So the affirmations that I say in the mirror every morning, I, I mean, I'm sticking with that because when I start my day off that way and, you know, and with meditation, I show up more confident. So I knew that continuing to show up as my confident self, like I know I am, that is exactly how they would see me and that I would start attracting people that saw me as a badass, the badass that I am. So just consistently, um, yeah, showing up that way um, and telling myself, yes, I am confident. I'm, I'm an excellent, you know, salesperson and, uh, you know, business development, you know, everything. I have so much to offer. I have to see myself that way. Mm -hmm. Then they'll see it. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. All right. Last question. Okay. I got two more, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So an affirmation is basically you telling you who you are. That's what we're not doing. We're letting other people. Now I'm yelling. Y'all turn your mic yeah. <laughs> turn, turn the volume down. We let other people tell us who we are. We let the media tell us what we should expect. We let data. We let people condemn us with data of what we should expect in our lives as opposed to you telling you who you are, mm -hmm. right? And that's going to be a completely different story because we've adopted the limited thinking and the mindset of, of the environments that we grew up in and then the environments that we work in and we create hell in our house too because we're yep. creating the environment in our household based on the thinking that we have. We're creating it at work. And now you're like, no, I'm a badass. I was mm -hmm. trying to spell it, but it came out. Uh, like, we, need, we, we got to rate this R. We got to rate this R rated because you cut six times and I just yeah. did it twice. But like, you're like, no, I'm a badass and, and I'm going to crush it and I'm smart. So you used to say you created your whole reality based on I'm stupid. I got ADHD. I can't learn properly. I can't do this. And now you're like, no, I'm a badass. I'm the greatest salesperson that ever walked this earth. I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm the greatest mom. I'm the so. So what, what is one or two affirmations that you would share with the women who are listening right now? And what is the power of, uh, of affirmation? So two affirmations and then what's the power of it? 
Hey, Christopher Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. I should tell you that that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my free case study at changenowwithchristy.com. Just get the information, use it, and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithchristy.com. I can't wait for you to get this insight, use it, and get the money that you deserve. Take care. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say the power first. So the affirmations that I set, you know, the list of affirmations, um, saying that in the mirror every day allowed me to come up with my own affirmations that I say in addition to the affirmations that are on that list. So it wasn't like I was forcing myself to believe the affirmations that had already been created, but I did in a way until I started seeing myself that way. And then once I started seeing myself that way, I created my own affirmations. And one is I, I am a confident B-A-D-A-S-S. Um, and another one is I am wicked smart and I am Oh, it, it's something with intelligence. And, and anyway, so I just really focus on the fact that I'm intelligent. I'm smart. I'm worthy. Um, and I deserve it. And so saying those, like, I believe 1000% in those affirmations. I created those because I started believing them. I started believing the ones that were on that list. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you started with a list of affirmations that we gave, which yes, is pretty yes. much which is pretty much an awareness of I'm now in psychological warfare with myself because I don't even believe this good stuff that I'm saying in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. And then as you move through the process, and I was on the call the night that it happened, Cassandra told you to create your own affirmation. Mm -hmm. And yep. then you and then you were like, wow, wow. You came back at the end of the call, and when you started saying it, you know, you were like. And and I and I said to uh, you know Cassandra and Kathy, I said, no, she hooked into it. She believes that now, mm -hmm. right? Like you know, because we're always wondering when is Carly gonna get free? When is Carly gonna get free? Carly gonna be with us for a year, you know? When is Carly gonna <laughs> get free? But I could see it that night was mm -hmm. when you when you created your own affirmations. I could feel your energy hooked into what you mm -hmm. said was true about yourself. Yep. And when you repeated it long enough, does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Then all the magic. The heavens open up, got rained down, lucky charms on your forehead. You got the new job. You got the yep. freedom. You lost 15 pounds. All these things have happened. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for women who uh, are considering working with the team over here at Vision Fine and International? What, uh, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. Um, well, I was going to say, obviously, I'm going to say hire Vision Finders International. Join the Vision Finder Mastermind. Um, it changed my life. I know that's so cliche, but you changed my life. This program changed my life. You have to be open though. Like, even though, you know, when you told me my number on our very first call and I was like, who are you talking to? No, that is not me. I was open 
you know, even if it was a little bit, I was open to seeing if that was possible. So if you are open and you're willing to look at yourself, freaking high, like schedule a call now with Christy. Of all the coaches I've worked with, over the eight years of working with people has led me to Christy. This is, I'm 48 years old. This is like my, my brand new life. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. And it's, it's just crazy. It's still crazy to me. It's still crazy <laughs> to me. Now, now you got to get used to being happy, which is, which is what the yes. monthly is. Like this is happiness is new. Um, so y'all can join me next week at my uh, event. Uh, you can go to levelupwithchrissy.com. You can join us at our one-day event. We're going to talk for five hours. It's going to be great. I'm going to scream for four. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> we're going to take a one-hour break. So, uh, so Carly, any last words uh, to the to the viewers? Because I know the Eagle crew is going crazy and everybody's celebrating you. Oh, but, gosh. Uh, I, what, I would say what, you know, I was thinking about uh, yesterday. I've seen some pictures of, you know, the clients, our clients who work with each other. Um, and then you create this network of women. Does that make sense? Like I've seen like the women from two years ago, they're hanging out over here mm -hmm. and they're taking pictures together and I get the pictures of the group. What is that? What has that been like for you to meet, uh, and be in the Eagle crew? Uh, what is, what is that? What is that oh. like? What are the words to describe that? You know, when I, um, I initially really wanted to work with you one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and was a little, like I love group, but I'm like, no, I really need work on me. Like I need this like one-on-one, -on -one. but joining the group is a sisterhood of people that we believe that we're broken and to be so vulnerable together. And here's where you won't get with one-on-one -on -one. learn from each other's stories. When every, when we all share in our vulnerability and then we see ourselves like in their story and we can relate that gives you all new aha moments and all additional aha moments. And then you start to believe in yourself, gain the confidence, you know, have your ahas, be happy. And you're going through that process together. Oh my gosh. I just got goosebumps. Like that is a bond that, it, I mean, it's, it's unbreakable. Like, we can tell each other to F off or are you crazy? Or, um, no, that's all, that's your problem. That's you. Like we can be so upfront and honest with each other and we will not ever get offended. And we are each other's biggest cheerleaders. Like that is priceless, priceless. Oh, that's so good. I'm getting chills. My, my <laughs> cheeks are like hurting and I almost, I almost want to cry, but I'm not going to cry. Cause I ain't no punk. Right. But I'm so happy for you, like, cause it, cause it's been a long journey. But what I appreciate about you is that you never gave up. Like you believe me when mm -hmm. I was like, ah, oh, no. And and even when, you know, we talked about it a little bit at the event. You was like, I want to join it in a circle. I was like, this, nope, nope, <laughs> no, cause because you're not done. Like, yeah. go back through the process. Start at week one. You were like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> nope. You're not, you're not ready. Cause over here, we're not having these conversations. Like we're, it's a whole different set of conversations where we're talking about the next thing. And I love it that you were willing to start all the way back over from scratch. 
right? Like all the way back to week one and go through it all again with new eyes and fresh lenses. Mm -hmm. And so what I appreciate about you or your story is that you actually, you wanted change so bad mm -hmm. that you were running through it at first and then you had to actually slow down and just unpack. And so it wasn't a doing, it was a mm -hmm. undoing. Yes, right? yes. Well, and I appreciate that you uh, are so invested in your clients and our results. Like you're just as invested as we are. And for you to say, no, uh-uh, you're not ready. I was like, oh my God, she really, really is invested in my outcome of this whole program. Like that's another thing that did it for me. I'm like, okay, this is not about the money. This is not about like, oh, you know, what else can I sign up, you know, these women in? No, it's like you get results you saw that I wanted it and you recognize I wasn't there yet. I couldn't yeah. see it. And so for you to see that for me is, I appreciate that so much about you. Yeah. I want taking your money. I was like this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot of money too. Uh-uh. Nah. Mm -hmm. well, this mm -hmm. is God's work. I'm not doing it. That's not, that's not our jam over here. You'd be like this. Nah, but why don't you run back through this that you've already paid for? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. And get what we what we promised you and stop playing. Then mm -hmm. when you're the result now, all right, fine. We'll open the door for you over here. But no, it ain't happening. Um, so all right, we've gone over. This has been our longest interview ever. We don't have to do like a two-hour show or something. I think I think we will still be engaged. But I appreciate you, Carly. Uh, Eagle Crew has shown up to to give you your support. I appreciate your story. I'm telling you, I was looking for this breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Um but when you started and then in the middle and then when we told you to start over, I was like this one day, Carly going to get free and we're going to get that testimony out of it. But mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate you showing up, you know, to, to share your story, to be vulnerable, to give women hope. And that's really what this um, session and, and the questions and the interviews mm -hmm. are about. I want you all to know that your life can be completely different. I want women to know that you can actually be happy as a mom and you yep. can work yourself out of through your mind and your thinking your toxic workplace there ain't toxic you toxic right like it's 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 we deserve to live this life you've done the work you've checked the boxes you you've done everything now let god do the rest for you so i appreciate you uh don't hang up because i want your number okay. um all right y'all have a great weekend Love Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode. Follow Christy on Instagram and LinkedIn. And don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now, all one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.